The last year has often felt like a never-ending one. It's as if the year 2020 was just one long month of March. And here we are, a year later, in March 2021, with tremendous social and economic upheaval and a virus that continues to devastate across the world. Amid the chaos, though, there has been so much creativity. Amid disease and destruction, there has been determination, not only to save lives, but also to keep one another motivated and inspired to keep going and to find unique ways to say thanks. I'm Jessica Lopez, and this is the Health Nexus podcast powered by Jefferson Health. As we mark one year of living in a pandemic, we wanted to look back at some of the ways our community used creativity to make it through and to support our staff on the front lines. You can scroll through our social media channels from the past year and see that almost every week, there was a new inspirational photo showcasing creativity from staff and community members alike. A local florist handing out flowers outside one of our hospitals. Chalk drawings of encouragement, flyovers, drive-by salutes, yard signs, banging pots and pans at shift changes, and meals, so many meals. That compassion has been a ray of light in an otherwise dark time. Today, we focus on several of the especially creative projects brought to Jefferson Health, from the artists who discovered new talents, and I think this might be a new direction for my artwork, and the patients who gave back in creative ways. Part of making this graphic and this card that I gave to Jefferson was literally part of my recovery. We saw it all at Jefferson Health. First, we highlight a Philadelphia high school student who combined her love of origami and her empathy to come up with a unique project recognizing the front lines. My name is Naomi Lukov, and I'm a junior at Masterman High School in Philadelphia. Keep This Heart is a project I created to express appreciation and amplify the courageous work that our healthcare and essential workers performed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Keep This Heart handwrites and delivers meaningful thank you messages with origami hearts to essential workers. While I was at home during the pandemic, I read many articles and watched news stories about essential workers. It was very inspirational to see what they were risking to help others. I wanted to show my gratitude in a personal way. I've always been creative and love art. So I came up with this concept of creating an origami heart that signifies the love and care that our essential workers need during this time. My father is an educator who has partnered with Jefferson. He has always spoken highly of Jefferson's work with the community. When I talked to him about this initiative, I asked many questions about how I could get my appreciation out to the public. He immediately recommended Jefferson. I was very surprised when Jefferson got back to me because of how busy the hospital must have been. I was so honored that the healthcare workers at Jefferson took the time to open the cards, to read the cards, and fully understand what my intent was. Knowing that all the gratitude and compassion reached the healthcare workers meant so much to me. And then thanking me gave me an enormous sense of joy and pleasure in that I was able to give back to all the healthcare workers in Jefferson. I can only hope that these cards in my hearts give them the strength to continue being heroic. Naomi says that while she always understood that healthcare workers risk their lives to serve, care for, and heal the community, her appreciation and respect grew during the early days of the pandemic. I truly value their immense bravery and the inspirational work they have done. My message to healthcare workers mirrors what I've been writing in each thank you note. Stand strong. We appreciate your part. Hold this corner and keep this heart. 
Keep This Heart has afforded me the opportunity to apply my creativity to best express how appreciative I am towards healthcare workers. Art is a great stress reliever and has motivated me throughout the pandemic to explore ways to express myself while helping others. Next is an artist who is compelled to transition her artwork of nature landscapes to portraits of healthcare workers on the front lines of COVID-19. She found herself connected with hospitals across the country and a few internationally as well. Her work on behalf of Jefferson started with a simple selfie from a nurse recommended by a friend and spanned to portraits of 38 nurses on the same unit. Hi, my name is Jayashree Krishnan and I'm an artist based in Seattle, Washington. To this date, I've painted over 100 portraits of healthcare workers, including doctors and nurses, EVS workers, nutritionists, physical therapists, PCTs, really any healthcare worker that has been involved in treating COVID-19 patients. In general, my work consists of landscapes, really large landscapes that I paint of the Pacific Northwest and uh, some concept-based work and not necessarily portraiture, but ever since March 2020, I've been only painting portraits and I think this might be a new direction for my artwork. And I think moving forward, all of my my portraits and, and paintings will be ones that help somebody else in some way. And yeah, I'm hugely grateful that I had this opportunity to capture a little moment in history through my art. Jayshree has been painting up to three portraits a day for months straight. She says she does it for frontline hearers who have gone beyond the call of duty. She's moved by their dedication. For those receiving her inspiring artwork, the feeling is mutual. I receive a sometimes a selfie, sometimes a nicely taken picture of the uh, healthcare worker wearing their PPE at work. And I start painting on uh, watercolor panels. These are like watercolor frescoes, really, these paintings. They are painted on a, uh, a panel that's coated with clay and the watercolor absorbs you know, gets absorbed into the substrate very quickly. I use the reference image and create my my portrait. And when it's finished and it's uh, ready, I seal it with varnish and frame it. Most of these portraits that I've made have been framed. And I send it over to the healthcare worker, either to the hospital or to them personally. And my goal was to send it as soon as I finished them so that they would receive it within a few days. And the intent was really to help use my artwork really to to put a smile on someone's face when they're going through so much. But how does a Seattle-based artist get connected to a Philadelphia-based health system? With a little help from a friend. Um, I know a friend in Philadelphia who said, hey, I have neighbors who are nurses. Can I get you in touch with them? And um, she got me in touch with one of these nurses And this nurse, Michelle Esposito, was in a unit called 3NE at Jefferson Health. And she sent me a picture, a selfie with her co-workers, about uh, three of them. And she said, "Uh, would you be able to paint this portrait for me of my my team? And I asked her if I could get all the pictures of the nurses in her her team. And there were 38 of them. And uh, Michelle sort of took it upon herself to take really good quality pictures, images of all of these 38 nurses. And she put them, she used to put them in a Dropbox folder. I would get one or two every day with the name and 
a little bit of information about the person along the, uh, with the photograph and uh, I would make a portrait. And uh, this sort of went on for about a month and a half and I'd covered all of the nurses in 3NE by then. And once all the watercolor portraits were sealed and and varnished and ready to go, I used help of some of my friends here who had kids, high school children and, you know, kids that didn't have any uh, summer work to do. And they were looking to to do some project. And I, it was perfect because I we got together, you know, wearing our masks and everything and sat outdoors and framed all of these portraits in one day. And then I was able to mail the entire box with um, all of the 38 portraits over to Jefferson Health. And as those 38 intricate and personalized portraits made their way across the country, they carried a simple message broadly applied. Thank you. And I think that was uh, the biggest reward for me was to see the smiles of all of these wonderful people, you know, being so happy to, to receive this piece of artwork. My message to the healthcare workers for having survived this past one year is, is really gratitude. If there's anything that I have seen in painting all these portraits is the um, look in the eyes. That's something that I have not seen in anyone else that I've painted before. Um, it is a sense of determination, but also a little bit of fear and compassion. And if you didn't have all that, you couldn't have done what you did. So thank you. Huge thank you from, from everyone. Eli Robbins of South Philadelphia received a worrisome diagnosis before the COVID-19 pandemic hit, and his treatments continued into the pandemic. While combating a new diagnosis and the fear of COVID exposure, Eli stayed positive because of the mindset of those helping him. I have this unusual syndrome called Guillain-Barre syndrome, which basically rapidly paralyzes you over a short period of time. You know, four or five days, I went from being totally able-bodied to barely able to move my arms and legs. And my experience during the pandemic is a little bit blended because I, I went through a, a lot of treatment before the quarantine, and then I was discharged the day the quarantine started. And then I actually started backsliding once I had been discharged. So I had to come back during the quarantine. And my experience in the hospital was vastly different mostly because of how cautious appropriately the Jefferson system was being. It went from this very bustling, busy, high-energy feeling in the hallways and corridors to very quiet, interacting with very few people, limiting exposure. And the major difference was seeing everybody behind masks. Eli grew up in a family of healthcare workers, knowing that some of his family members are putting themselves in harm's way to provide treatment for others in the same way his clinicians had, drove him to do something bigger to thank them. I'm an experienced designer and I come from an architecture background. So my work in general is working on different projects, a lot like a museum exhibit or anything that has content and intentional message behind it that you may engage with. So. I really focus on how to integrate digital experiences into physical environments and, and vice versa. Drawing inspiration from the flags hanging outside near Jefferson, Eli used woodcut and digital design tools to create thank you cards of the Jefferson logo wearing a face mask in the shape of the letter J. I actually started with an iPhone format to design it, and then I thought it would be a really great thing 
to give the people treating me at the end of my treatment as a physical thank you. It's a heroic thing to go to work every day during a pandemic. You're putting yourself in harm's way to a threat that's invisible, and you really have no idea if the people that you're interacting with, if they've been exposed, how responsible they're being. And that was really the driver behind this design of heroes wear masks. You know, the pandemic has been an enormously shaping entity in in my direction and my creative process and the work that I do has allowed me to have something to feel good about and have something to regain, literally regain my strength from because I wasn't able to use a computer. Um, so part of making this graphic and this card that I gave to the Jefferson employees and community was literally part of my recovery where I was doing it while gaining the dexterity back in my hands and the ability to use the tools that I had previously used. Through his treatments, Eli stayed positive by continuing to focus on the good that is going on with vaccines and that the end is in sight. Just keep focusing on the good outcomes because there's no point in focusing on the bad because that's, that's what got me through my experience as a patient. The acts of kindness have only continued. Just a few weeks ago, 16-year-old Lorenzo Liberti from Florida selected Jefferson Health as the Pennsylvania recipient of a handmade wooden flag as part of his larger project of donating flags to the most impacted hospitals in each of the 50 states. He calls them heroic flags, and they are his way of honoring the men and women he calls his heroes for showing up for their communities, even if it means putting themselves at risk. The flag now hangs in the 10th Street lobby of Jefferson's flagship hospital in Center City, Philadelphia. It's an ever-present reminder that when we faced a generational challenge, we stepped up, and we will persevere. For more stories about our lives in the pandemic, including a multimedia-rich oral history of the past year, visit thehealthnexus.org. I'm Jess Lopez. Thanks for listening.